Welcome back, everyone. Quick update on the book. The first draft is completed, and it took only about nine months. I started writing the content for the book back in August of 2020. Now, the next step is to compile all the articles into one Word document and begin to work on the flow of the book. I'll be asking myself this question a lot. Does this content fit here or some other place in the book? And to me, that will probably drive me crazy for a while, or excuse me, crazier for a while. Also, I'll be eliminating any duplicate content, adding new ideas and new thoughts. And my goal for this next step to be completed by is May 15th. That's the update. Now let's get to this week's topic. Is there such a thing as a flawless presentation? Have you ever given a presentation and realized afterward that you left out a critical part? mispronounced a couple of words, lost your train of thought, or the worst yet, totally blanked out. These, among other presentation snafus, have happened to most of us at least one point in time or another. What causes it? It could be a result of lack of practice or our nerves operating in overdrive or both. And it might be acceptable in a staff meeting, but not in a board meeting, an all-company meeting, an analyst call, or a keynote address. Leaders need to articulate and deliver their thoughts and ideas in a way that inspire and motivate others without the snafus. But oftentimes, leaders articulate their thoughts and ideas to paper and then fail at the delivery. Why? Steve Jobs was well known for his extensive preparation prior to the launch of any new product. He rehearsed for hours and hours, weeks at a time, Prior to every launch, he painstakingly studied every detail of his presentation and then practiced it over and over and over and over again. This kind of preparation is what leads to a flawless presentation, right? Well, let's think about this for a moment. A flawless presentation is one that is 100% perfect without any errors or mistakes. Maybe Steve Jobs was able to pull that off. But for most people, mistakes do happen during a presentation, no matter how well they have prepared. Here's the thing. There are two challenges. First, mistakes made by the presenter. And second, unexpected and unanticipated derailers that come out of nowhere. Let's begin with made by the presenter. I mentioned three common mistakes in the opening. Mispronunciation, loss of thought, blanking out. When these types of mistakes occur, 99% of the time, the audience has no idea the mistake has been made. The only person aware of the mistake is the presenter. It's not about the mistake that has been made. It's about how the leader handles the mistake. This is the critical part. One way to handle it is to become so fixated on the mistake that it derails your train of thought and your presentation. You become so frustrated, you walk off the stage. In the 2014 Consumer Electronics Show, director Michael Bay was interviewed about the new Samsung Curved 4K TV. When he walked on stage, he said that he gets paid to dream. And then he stops talking and begins to stumble. The interviewer says, hey, let's just wing it. But by then he was completely frustrated and walks off the stage. Michael blames the teleprompters. However, if Michael was prepared, rehearsed, and practiced, he would have been able to adapt to the problem of the teleprompters. If you'd like to see this video, Google 
Michael Bay walks off the stage at the CES show. The key is not to be fixated on the era. Be adequately prepared and you'll be able to adapt in the moment and carry on. And when you do, just keep moving forward and reflect on the rest after you are done. Now, this is where improvisation strings come out in full force. What I've learned from my many years of applying improv techniques to my presentations is that you can't plan for a perfect presentation. You have to let go of the perfection in order to adapt to the new reality. You can't go back and fix the mistake in the middle of a presentation. All this does is derail your pace. Silence your inner critic that's saying, you forgot to say, or you shouldn't have said that. Silence the inner critic. Maintain your confidence. Stay present and in the moment through the entire presentation. Adapt, accept, move on. Let the mistake go and move forward. Perhaps you're thinking, however, what happens when I make a major mistake, obvious mistake that everyone sees? Well, in this case, you have to stop and own up to the mistake and make the correction. If you choose to move forward, the audience will still be fixated on the huge error and will stop listening to you. We all hate to make mistakes, but we need to own up to the ones that the audience has a visible reaction to, correct the error, and move forward. You know why? It's because we are human beings and humans make mistakes. Own up to the big ones and let the little ones go to the wayside. As to the second challenge, there can be and are unexpected and unanticipated derailers that come out of nowhere and potentially upend your presentation. For example, your laptop freezes up. The LCD projector light burns out. Your microphone is not working. Or you lose two hours before a virtual presentation. There are many more instances, but these are some of the ones that I've experienced. How you handle them is critically important. In the world of improv, we've been trained to be comfortable with the uncomfortable. We thrive in these situations. I have witnessed leaders losing their composure when confronted with any of these challenges, ordering people around, yelling at staff, making demands, casting threats. Is that how you want people to remember you? How you handle yourself under pressure and dealing with unknown. Panic is not an option. Show poise and control. Assess the situation. And finding a viable solution is the only professional option. Here are the solutions that I used on the above-mentioned challenges. Laptop freezing up. Close your laptop and start your presentation. You'll be successful if you've rehearsed and practiced your presentation to the point that you have an accuracy rate between 90 to 95%. You'll probably make a minor mistake or two, and you know you're not going to let that derail you. LCD projector light burns out. No one that I know carries around a spare LCD projector light bulb. However, they do burn out and at the most inopportune times. This should not completely halt your presentation. If you're delivering a keynote address or a company-wide meeting, use the same tactic as if your laptop froze on you. If your presentation is longer than an hour, take a quick break, find the meeting planner or the AV support staff and inform them of the situation. I always bring a copy of my presentation for anything over an hour and use that document as a reminder of the structure of the presentation. I don't read from the document. I only use it as a reference. Now, on one occasion, the LCD projector quit working within the first 10 minutes of my full-day presentation. This 
particular LCD projector was one of those extremely large machines on a cart. It looked like it weighed 10,000 pounds. When the light went out, I wasn't sure if the light had burned out or the projector had died. I paused and announced to the group that sadly, the LCD projector has just passed away. We took a moment of silence for the projector, and then I found the meeting planner and explained what had happened. I went back into the room and said, we may need a few pallbearers to help wheel this projector out of here. Everyone started laughing, and then I said that this will be taken care of in a few minutes. Now, let's get back to the material. Microphone not working. If there's an AV person in the room, they'll realize the problem and bring you another microphone. Use your voice without a microphone until the situation has been corrected. It may take a couple of microphones to get right, and that's okay. And always remember to use your voice so the person in the back of the room can clearly hear you. Now, I was delivering a four-hour pre-conference workshop in Las Vegas, and the session started at 7.30 a.m. There were two other pre-conference workshops going on at the same time. I arrived early, and we tested all the AV equipment. Now, when the session started, my lavalier microphone wasn't working. There was a dedicated AV person in the room, and he was trying to figure out what was going on. While he was doing that, I just raised my voice to the level that everyone could hear me. The AV person walked up and handed me a handheld microphone and told me to use that. Well, that one didn't work either, to the horror of the AV staff. I raised my voice, kept moving forth with the session. Then another handheld microphone was supplied to me, and this time it worked. There was some type of frequency channel issue completely outside of my pay grade that was causing the microphones not to work properly. I received my evaluations a few weeks later. There are a few comments about how I kept my cool during this challenge and adapted to the change seamlessly. This is what you want to do. You lose power two hours for your virtual program. Gather up all your materials and a laptop and go to a hotel and rent the room for the day. Now, the Hyatt is renting rooms as an office for a day program. Or go to one of those shared office spaces and rent a private office. Spend time prior to your virtual presentation, assuming that if you lose power, where would you go? And identify either the hotel or those shared office spaces. Improv is always about being comfortable with the uncomfortable. And I take that approach every time I do any type of presentation. That helps me keep control over my emotions. And the one thing I never, ever, ever, ever want to do is to lose my cool in front of an audience. If you'd like to discuss this topic of a flawless presentation, please contact me at peter at petermargaritas.com. Stay positive, test negative, be safe out there. Like what you just heard, visit c-suiteradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.